All right. Hello. Welcome back to episode nine of Just Too Much. Wow, that's crazy. Episode nine already. I think I think episode nine. Anyway, I realized last week with Shelby because I got so nervous recording in front of a guest that I messed up my tagline. So I'm going to say it correctly, okay? If they ever tell you you're just too much, tell them that's the point. There you go. I said it correctly this time. Thank God. If I sound a little stuffy or get a little coffee, um, coffee as in I'm coughing, not that I'm actually leaving to go get a cup of coffee, which does sound great right now. I am very tired. Um, <laughs> it's because I was in Denver this past weekend and um, <clears throat> just like the rapid changes in elevation, like going there, coming back, plus being outside is just like made my sinuses go berserk. So <clears throat> there you go. Got a lot of drainage going on. <laughs> um, I also made sure to do that as close to the mic as possible. Honestly, right now, I'm chilling. Like, I am in, I'll fully admit that I'm in sweatpants, a t-shirt right now, um, eating a bowl of mac and cheese because I slept all day. I did. I slept all day. Um, I got back from Denver late last night, slept all day because I always have like that, that post trip come down that hits really hard because my brain is like, oh no, what happened to the rushes of dopamine we were getting? Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I just slept in my bed all day. Um, but it's fine. I got to clean tonight. Um, so yeah, Denver this past weekend, I made notes again, though. I didn't, I did make notes. Let me look. My first bullet point is Denver. Um, very broad bullet point. A lot of things happened. Um, I went to go see several friends, uh, my friends, Francesca and Renee that I've known for years. Um, and then I saw one of my best friends since seventh grade, Jacob and his girlfriend, Alicia. Um, first night we went out, I went out with Francesca and Renee. Um, we went downtown, downtown Denver is dope. They got a lot of really cool bars and little breweries. Um, you know, saw Union Station, had some drinks, hung out, had one of the worst cocktails I've I don't even want to label it a cocktail. I just, one of the worst drinks I've ever had. We went to this bar called One Up, which the bar itself is dope. If you're in Denver, One Up is really fun. It's like an arcade bar. You know, you put in some cash, you get some quarters, you know, and they have Mario Kart, they have Pac-Man, they have skee-ball, no air hockey. That would be my only real critique, that there's no air hockey. Granted, I don't know where there's any room in there for air hockey, but I think it could be figured out. Um, I ordered this drink called Froggied Up or Let's Get Frog. Let's Get Froggy, not Froggied Up. Let's Get Froggy. And it was supposed to be like, I don't remember, like kind of like a tropical candy, you know, thing. I don't know. And it was basically just straight sugar and pineapple juice. And I don't even remember what kind of alcohol was supposed to be in it. Anyway, I had such a headache after drinking it because it was just so much sugar. Um, and I was already like, they they warned me about drinking at a higher elevation, which I was like, well, I'll be fine. And it was true. You do get drunker quicker. I got a headache quicker. Um, also, weird thing that night, we went to eat somewhere. Uh, Milk Market in Denver, also very good. Um, and the room we were sitting in had two TVs. And my back was to the TV, 
that was playing Monsters, Inc. Or Monsters University. So I couldn't see it. But I, what I was facing, which I hate scary movies. I hate scary movies. I hate horror movies. It was playing one of the, like, Michael Halloween movies or whatever. I think it's Michael that's in Halloween. I don't know. <laughs> Michael Myers. Um, Not Mike Myers. Every time I say Michael Myers, I think of the guy who was in Cat in the Hat and Shrek. Oh, my God. Mike. Mike. I'm on my computer. No, Mike. <laughs> Mike. Mike Myers is the guy in Shrek. Okay, not Mike Myers. <laughs> the, like... The the slasher guy. Oh, wait, wait, his name is Mike Myers, too? Oh, okay, they're both named Mike <laughs> Okay, so not Mike Myers as in Shrek, Cat in the Hat, but Mike Myers, Michael Myers as in, like, slasher dude. Anyway, I was watching the one movie where it was, like, his origin story or whatever. And, okay, it was fine because it was, like, you know, you're, what I hate about a scary movie is like I, I'm already anxious before this the jump scare happens because you know it's like you're always waiting for something to happen and the you know the creepy music and it's usually quiet. Well, since I was in a restaurant, at one point I was like eating wings, listening to they were like blasting share and watching this movie, so I was way less scared, but I could still see everything that was happening, and it was gruesome just like i mean just slitting throats and like everything so like they said they kept looking over at me and i would just be sitting there like just holding my wing to my face but not actually eating like eyes huge just mouth dropped open staring at the tv because it was just so bloody um and then I was sad that I didn't get to stay there and finish the movie, but I would have just been sitting at the closing restaurant by myself forever. Um, anyway, and I don't know why I just thought of that, but it was funny. Um, and then Saturday that I was there, no, it was Sunday. Sunday we went hiking, went up. It was beautiful. The aspens, the trees were changing, so a lot of yellow and orange. Had really good barbecue food, just like... It was good. It was just one of those weekends where you just, I felt so light and happy the whole time. And it was because I was with such amazing friends and such a beautiful place. And the weather was incredible. Oh my God. Loved it. I went to a pumpkin farm, saw my first concert in almost two years. And when I tell you that I am so beyond grateful and just so happy that I got to be in live music again. Um, yeah. So I'll chase Atlantic. Um, it's weird because the first two times that I've seen Chase Atlantic, um, like they were pretty well known, but they weren't like huge yet. Um, and I've met them a couple times, just genuinely such like such sweet guys. Um, it, they're the kind of songs though, that like everything's about like Coke, ketamine and sex and whatever, but they're, they're good. I always tell people, cause people are like, well, what do they sound like? And I was like, if it's like a, it's like if a pop punk band was heavily inspired by the 1975, but then they started writing songs with Travis Scott. And I know it just, it's like a bizarre combo, but I feel like if you listen to some of their songs, you, you'll kind of like get what I'm saying here. Um, but so the first couple times I saw them, they weren't as big yet. So like, you know, the concerts were they were really good, but they were a little more intimate. Um, lately, a few of their songs have gotten huge on TikTok, and they've just attracted a really young TikTok crowd, which, like, no, like, 
I'm I'm genuinely so happy because they are so talented and they deserve so much success. Um, that place was pretty full. Um, I know they have a lot of sold out dates, so I'm so happy for them. But there was that like sliver of gatekeep girl boss or whatever in me that was like, God, why do people have to find them? Because, you know, I was a 16-year-old girl once going to concerts and staring at boys that I was in love with. You know, you just scream the whole time. And you put your little heart hands and, you know, when you make the heart with your hands. And it's like you're 30 feet back in the pure darkness. And, of course, you know they're going to see you and fall in love because they see you making a heart shape with your hands. Whatever. I was that girl once. Trust me. Every all-time low or the main concert I went to, I did that. I did that shit. But being 25... And watching that happen, which also, I think the, also the weirdest part with me was like the, the six, the 16-year-old standing beside their parents singing along. And like, like I said, these, read the lyrics of some of these songs. Like it's about drugs and sex. Um, Like one of their big lines in their song, Slow Down, is uh, fuck me like I'm famous. It was, you know, it's one of those lines of the songs that's really big. So, like, they don't sing it. They put, you know, put the microphone out to the crowd, like, sing it. And it's, like, every dad and mom standing by their daughter just going, fuck me like I'm famous. And I'm, like, oh, my God. Like, I I would have been I, – I, I remember just even, like, lyrics like that or even watching movies with my parents where there's, like, sex scenes. Like, I just – I was so uncomfortable. Even if, like, people were making out in a movie, but it was, like, a hot and heavy makeout. I would get so uncomfortable. I would get so uncomfortable watching it. Because it was also, it was like, you know, when you're like 16 and horny, you're like, God, I want that. Like, I want what, <laughs> I want what they're doing. But, like, I can't let my parents know that I want that. Like, that's bad. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. But it was a really good show. Had a lot of fun. Um, I've also started something new on my TikTok this month called Opportunities of October. So I was trying to figure out a way that I can, like, con- that I can... Encourage myself to consistently post on TikTok, um, which is a thing I never thought I'd be worried about or like thinking about, but whatever, you know. And so I'm doing a thing called Opportunities of October where every day I do something that either like brings me joy or something that makes me uncomfortable, but is like a big step to take or do um, something that's kind for someone else. And I just put it on TikTok you know, it'd be really cool if it inspired someone else. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what goes down with that. Um, speaking of TikTok, I also am filming a mini commercial or whatever for this podcast. Because I really, like I said, like I talked about with Shelby, I really want to break break the fourth wall. You know, extend, to, extend out. Um, but still, every... Every week I get a couple texts from friends just saying that they've caught up with the episodes or have listened and it's it means a lot to me. It means the world to me that people are taking time out of their day to listen to me just spit shit. Um, <laughs> so, and to all the like significant others of my friends that have been roped into listening to this, um, I want to say thank you as well. Um, if you ever need me to publicly humiliate whoever you're dating that I know I can just let me know, send me a name. Um, speaking of dating, oh wait, one last point. Um, it's not really an important point, but I just put laughing at tiny meat gang on plane. So yesterday I was flying home from Denver and if you know me, you know, I love Cody Ko, Noelle Miller. I love tiny meat gang. (laughs) 
And I always forget that, like, I mean, when you're listening to a podcast, people can't really, I mean, like, they can assume you're listening to something funny if you're just, like, sitting there laughing with headphones on. But, like, obviously I'm not watching a movie or TV show, so I don't, and I think several times, like, when I laughed, the girl beside me that I was, like, sitting in the row with thought I was laughing at her because she kept getting uncomfortable, and I just, I want to be like, no, 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 they're just, like, making funny dick jokes, like, I don't know. I just always, I listen, I make the mistake of listening to Tiny Meat Gang on the planes all the time. Well, I, I say that like I'm on a plane all the time, but you know what I mean? Like when I fly, I listen to Tiny Meat Gang and I just like, I just laugh so hard listening to them. <laughs> People always just stare at me because it's always dead quiet too, of course. Um, but I don't know. I don't know why I thought I needed to share that with everyone, but I am. Uh, if you haven't caught up on your Tiny Meat Gang lately, I do suggest it. Um, but so I realized that the past few episodes have had some like pretty heavy subjects, you know, which like, you know, they need to be talked about. They need to be talked about. Um, I don't know why I just repeated myself there, but in different volumes. Um, but I, this week I wanted to talk about something a little more lighthearted. But like, I mean, it's it's one of those subjects that can be really sad, but can also be very lighthearted. I would talk about dating. I've been, I've been thinking a lot about dating a lot, I think, because, you know, it's fall, it's cuffing season, everyone and their freaking mother, except my mother and I, we're single, <laughs> are, like, just getting, just, I almost said getting knocked up, oh my god, okay, I hope, if you want to have a child, please, by all means, but knowing, knowing where I and all of my friends are, I don't think any of us want a kid, so, not knocked up, um, cuffed up, <laughs> linked up, I don't know, whatever. So I just been like thinking about dating a lot and I had even had a dream today. I like, I go through these stages of <laughs> dreaming that I can't get a boyfriend, which is so sad. Like I, that's <laughs> so embarrassing to admit, but I literally have dreams about not being able to get a boyfriend or like a dude not liking me back or like people that I know dating and me not. I don't know. It's, 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 I wake up so depressed because I'm like, Damn, like, I didn't know I was this pressed about it. Like, uh, but I don't know. I'm thinking about, about dating a lot and like, I don't know. I've been, it's like I'm ready, but I also know that I'm not ready. I think I, I think I, <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about the fact that like, I, I feel it's so weird that we have come to the point where we shame people for being like, oh, I want attention or I, I want someone to pay attention to me or I want someone to validate me. Like, don't get me wrong. I think it's really important to be at the point where you don't have to search for outwards validation. But at the same time, like, we're human. Like, we want someone to pay attention to us. I don't think it's the wanting someone to pay attention to us that's bad. I think it's it can be bad about how people go about getting that attention. You know what I mean? Because, like, I used to have a friend who, like, she always wanted attention. And she, like, ruined several of my birthdays because she, like... I would be getting the attention and she wouldn't. And she would just like do something to get the attention on her. But it was like never in a positive light. And I don't know. So like I, I'm not talking about that. But like I can I can confidently sit here right now and be like, yeah, it would be really nice if someone just like came and sat beside me on this couch and just complimented the shit out of me for like 10 minutes. Like you look beautiful. Your hair looks great. Or like it would be so nice to wake up and like someone's like, good morning, beautiful. Like that. You know what I mean? Like, and I, 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 let's stop shaming people into saying like, oh, quit wanting attention. We all want attention. 
and shit, sometimes that's why we get into relationships that are bad because we don't even like the person. We just want attention and they give it to us. I did that. I did that in Chicago. And I'm st- I get mad at myself sometimes for it because he was such a good guy. He is such a good guy. And, like, I liked hanging out with him, but I, I, I think, like, I think I... I think I would have liked it more if it was, like, just friendly. But I was like, this is, like, the first dude ever to, like, plan dates, compliment me, do really nice, thoughtful things for me. And it felt so good. And I was like, ah, I have to force myself to, like, romantically like him. And I did. It took me a while. But I got to a point at the end where I was like, you know, actually, I really I really do dig him. Um, but then that was the point. <laughs> He started not having feelings for me. So it was like just really bad timing. Um, anyway, he was a great guy. I wish nothing against him. He's phenomenal. Never did me wrong. It just didn't work out, you know? Um, but then also like something that came to my attention the other day was like this insane belief of like you have to be a perfect person before you get into a relationship. Like, the people that are like, oh, they need to figure out all their issues before they get into a relationship because they're going to drag you down. Which, okay. Yes, there are things that I, that other people probably should, like, you know, work on before they get into a solid relationship. But again, kind of like the attention thing. It's not, it's not the fact that you have things to work out. The, The trouble comes when it's like, Um, if you, if you start dragging your partner into it with you, or you start letting those issues negatively affect how you treat your partner, you know what I mean? Because the thing is, is like, we're always going to have baggage. We're always going to have shit. We're like, if, if I would never, me nor anyone I know would ever be in a relationship if we had to figure out all of our emotional trauma before we were in a relationship. If we had to figure out how to have perfect confidence all the time before we got into a relationship. Because I even made a joke TikTok about that the other day. Because I think I mentioned, like, a guy that I had gone on a date with. He used to wear gold chain necklaces. But then these guys bullied him out of it. These stupid toxic men were like, oh, that's gay if you wear a gold chain necklace. Which, what? Like, I, whatever. That's a whole other conversation. But, so he's like, I just don't really wear it anymore. And I, like made a joke tiktok like ladies we have to put a stop to this like more men need to wear gold chains and some girl was like which like this is not me hating on the girl but she it was just like girl you don't even want him anyway like he needs to figure himself out before you even want him and i'm like i have confidence issues like we all have confidence issues because we're just in a world that really shitty people exist and do things to us you know what i mean it's like I don't know. I think it's just bizarre that we f- that some people think you have to be perfect to be in a relationship. That's not true. Not true at all. No one's ever perfect. You're never going to be perfect. I think it's just comes down to how you cope and you digest feelings and you deal with these things. And it's like, are you know, I would want to be in a relationship with someone who was actively doing what they can to heal or address situations in their life like 
obviously like if I was with someone that had a crap ton of baggage and they just like did nothing about it and treated everyone like crap around them because of it. Cause you know, those people, those people that have had a really bad, and it's like, you, you obviously like feel for them that they've had really shitty stuff happen to them in the past, but then it's like, all right, like you can't, you can't always take this out on everyone around you. You know what I mean? Like that would be the point where I'd be like, okay, I don't think I could be in a relationship with you, but I don't know. That was, I I have a point on here that says dating is as fun as much as it is painful, but I need to do it more. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, what I mean, it's true. Dating is fun. It can be really fun. Like, I think I'm just so bad about like just casual dating, which I, I know I need to get better at. Like I, because it's like a muscle, it's like a muscle you need to work out. And, like, there are some people that don't do casual dating. Like, I know some people that it's, like, they will only go on a date with a person if they genuinely think that, like, it'll go really well and it'll work out. Which, like, I don't know if it's, like, that's, like, an approach I would exactly suggest. Because it's, like, you never really know someone until you go on a date with them. Like, you could go on a date thinking it's great and then they could be freaking awful. But then, like, there are people that, like, Maybe at first you see more casual and then you go on a few dates with them and then you all realize like, wow, we actually really like each other. You know what I mean? But I just, I'm so bad about um, separating just such intense feelings of hope and romance, like away from the idea of casual dating. Like I want to be the girl that just like has casual dates lined up and just goes out and gets drinks with dudes and like, you know, like in a way takes it seriously where she come, you know, where I go to the date, like, you know, it's not there. Like I'm there to mess around, but it's like, also I'm not so serious and set on every one I go on. Um, because yeah, like the one I went on a few weeks ago where the dude where I really liked him and he likes me, he's just so busy right now that it's like, I, I don't hear from him for like five days at a time. And it's like, it's getting to the point where he's so busy that I think I'm just becoming pure convenience to him. You know what I mean? And it sucks because I really liked him. And it's like, I wish I could approach it more casually. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, it's been eating me alive sometimes, but I'm learning just like, let it go. Like, don't even think about it. Don't worry about it. Like it just didn't work out. And that's it. Like it just, that that's it. But I don't know. I have a date this Sunday. I'm going to Waffle House with another guy. I don't know. Like I'm just, I need to flex the muscle. Yes. It's painful, but it's fun. I need to do it more. Um, I've just been thinking a lot about dating. I do have a lot of horror stories of dating. I wrote a few bullet points. Um, my first, my first Tinder date ever, which I think it was my first date ever. I think my first like official date ever was a Tinder date in college because like I never, I never went on dates. I never dated in high school. I like, and I'm not saying this in like a boo, boo, boo way, like boo, I don't know. (laughs) My mind just had a breakdown right then. I don't know. Um, oh my God. I just, mm, all those noises that just came out of my mouth, my mouth threw myself off track. Um, I, I never, this is not a boo hoo moment. There you go. Not boo, boo, boo hoo moment, boo hoo moment. (laughs) But I, I was always rejected for like, homecoming and prom and got like I never went on dates in high school which whatever my first date was my a tinder date and you know he wasn't like oh my god he's so hot but I thought he was really cute and he looked really funny um first thing he lied about his height like big time 
Like, it wasn't like, oh, an inch or so, whatever. No, he was like several inches shorter than he said he was. But he dressed like a tall guy. So he had like a really long shirt and like pants that bagged up really bad at the ankles. Which I saw him. And I think it was more just so, like, I wasn't like creeped out like, oh my god, ew. It was just like, I don't know. It's just like when you lie to someone and then just all of a sudden you, you know, especially if it's about your appearance and then you get out of the car or whatever and they see you and it's like such an obvious lie. It's like weird. It's like unsettling. Cause you're like, Hey, why was that necessary? And B like, what else are you lying about? I don't know, but whatever. I went on the date. This homie did not talk like at all. And it's not like I didn't give him the opportunity to talk, you know, this is my first date. So I, you know, extra made sure to like, ask open-ended questions or like start conversations that like you know he can join in but he like literally at one point was like tell another story like what the only thing that got his engine going was when I said something about avocado I don't remember what I said but I just remember hit like it looks like a light went off he was like avocado and he just went off about avocados and I was like bizarre absolutely bizarre but whatever um he has to say I didn't hang out with him again um, I also have just break dancing, dude. I never, oh yes. Oh, I did go on a date with him. Okay. There's this guy that I had seen a lot cause I was in a sorority and he was in a fraternity at my school and I'd seen him a lot around. Um, but I went to happy hour with my friends one night in Tampa and he was there and he kept like making his way over to me and kind of like, you know, doing the subtle touches and talking to me, even though we never really knew each other before. Um, and he was cute. So I was like, okay, I was like kind of into it. Um, but then it got kind of awkward when he like kind of pulled me away from my friends. I don't know. He just wanted to talk, which I was like, okay, whatever. It's not like he was pulling me away. And the fact that like he was, you know, leading me out the back door to an alley, like I wouldn't have gone. Well, I might have, I don't know, knowing myself back then and how drunk I was, I may have whatever. Anyway, so but he was just, like, kind of pulling me away from my friends. Like, we could talk, and it wasn't just, like, me and, like, four other girls, like, trying to talk at him. Um, but he, like, kept, like, stopping the conversation to just g- walk, like, ten feet away from me and just start breakdancing. And then he, he would breakdance and then come back. And then he did, like, several times. And every time he came back, he was, like, more sweaty than the last time. And I was like, dude, like, I don't. And then he, he would, like, rub on me again. And he, at one point he said, he's like, you know all those, like, skinny, pretty girls that guys like? And I was like, yeah. He goes, I don't like girls like that. I like girls like you. And I should be like, what? Anyway, he asked me to go home with him that night. And I dead ass looked him in the eye. And I said, I can't. I have to get a calzone. And I left. <laughs> and I, I went and got a calzone. And apparently it was so good and I was so drunk that I called my mom while eating at like two in the morning. And I just, she's like, I didn't remember doing this till she told me the next day. She's like, yeah, you just called me and you just talked about your calzone for like 10 minutes. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> Much better ending to the night if, than if I had gone home with breakdance, homie. Well, I went on a date with him a few days later because I gave him my number and he kept, it was like 10 o'clock in the morning and he was like full and he's like, a, he was a big dude, like tall and big built. He kept leaning across the table to try to hold my hand. And I'm like, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm trying to drink my coffee and eat my toast. Please leave me alone. And then he tried to get me to go home with him. And I'm like, dude, we're in college. It's a Thursday at 10 a.m. Like, do you literally have nothing else to do? Like, I need to go to the gym and go to class and do some homework. 
Like, really? You you ain't got nothing? You know what I mean? It's like, it was so bizarre. Dating is so bizarre. And I think, (laughs) I think maybe for me, that's the fun part is just like collecting these little (laughs) bizarre moments where you're just like, ah, if I hadn't gone on that date, that wouldn't, I would, (laughs) I wouldn't have had this moment of realizing that people truly are so incredibly weird. (laughs) And I'm sure, I'm sure I've been on dates with dudes where they've gone home and like said the same shit about me. Like I have a big mouth and I don't know how to be quiet. So I'm sure I've said some dumb things, but whatever this, (laughs) this episode's coming towards an end. I don't really know what all that talk was to say other than dating is hard and complicated but I need to get better at it. I need to set a goal to just like, you know, I have Bumble. I've you know, I got Hinge again today. You know, it's that cycle of making the apps, deleting them, making them, deleting them. Um, leave you guys on a little cliffhanger here. Um, there's good chance I'm moving back to Tampa for like a year, year and a half. And if I do, I am dreading uh, the Tampa dating scene already. Oh, my God. All right. The chances, the, the the window of me having kids is just getting pushed further and further back with every twist and turn of life. And whatever. I'm just hanging out, eating my mac and cheese, drinking my Pepsi, making my podcast. That's <laughs> whatever. And that's life, baby. That's showbiz, baby. But um, hope you all have a great week. I will see you next episode. And yeah, hopefully I can get another guest on here soon. That'd be really dope. I was going to bring my mic this past weekend, but I forgot it. Oops. Um, anyway, remember, if they tell you you're just too much, tell them that's the motherfucking point. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at just too much podcast underscore. See you all next week.